All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. What's happening, baby? Everything. We've been slacking. We've been slacking. You know, we got life stuff happen. Shit get real sometimes. Get really real. Yeah. We out here. Keep me at 55th Street. So good to see you guys again. We had some happenings going on this past week, weekend. Uh, Antoine Fisher, still here, still strong. <laughs> yeah. Yo, check your Facebook to see if anything coming up in the chat, because you know mine ain't doing nothing. We had, what's the event of Sunday? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. First of all, before we even get into any of that, mm-hmm. Fox just made us watch a throwback, throwback. Like hardcore throwback. What's the what was the name of that one again? Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh yeah, Ernest Scared <laughs> Stupid with um what's his name? Jim Varney. Yes, Jim Varney. Yeah, Jim Varney. Um, Jim Varney played. If you ever seen Ernest Scared Stupid, you probably about our age somewhere in that range because um, yeah, looking back at that movie is the way I look at a whole lot of movies and just say that guy, uh, that shit was terrible. <laughs> But you know, back then it was just like the graphics, right? We the thought graphics. it was dope for art. It's kind of like when you look at something like Breaking, like when you look at like Breaking or elect, uh, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at that back then. You like, oh, look at Turbo Ozone dancing mm-hmm. up the wall and this and that. You look at that shit now. You like, that was That's horrible. Terrible. Or even like stuff like the Never Ending Story. Like, look at the creatures. So horrible. What? Like I was looking at these trolls <laughs> on Ernest Scared Stupid, just looking at these trolls. Like, y'all did not. Y'all did not put a whole lot of effort into that, right? Y'all did not put a whole lot of effort into that at all. But then again, for that time, that was plenty of Yeah, yeah. Turn it off. It's good. I got mine up. Okay, good. Yeah, so so we watched that one. And just thinking about it, it's like wild to look and think of like, I don't know. I I think like it's still like a wholesome, good movie though. Like Ernest is... Ernest was like the real, we got to give him his, it's too late to give him his flowers, but. Yeah, he gone. He gone. He died in 2000 at, uh, shush, dog. Hey. Pardon me. If y'all hear any, um, interruptions, we got puppies, and the puppies have learned how to wrestle each other, so. So cheers to a good podcast. We forgot our cheers. We all off balance. We got to get together today. I know. But yeah, looking at Ernest, and thinking, that dude was in there playing like 19 characters. Like he was doing what Eddie Murphy was doing in Nutty Professor a long time ago. Yeah. I don't even remember when that movie came out, but I know it was, it was deep in the early in 90s. the 80s. Or oh, late 80s, yeah. Yeah, it was in the 80s. He first came on the scene in the 1980s. Yeah, when they so. brought the camera out, they had the old camera out when they used to sit the family there with the big ass dresses yeah. and shit like that, hit you with the, with the stay cor- still. accordion in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> big ass blast. So, um, so that was a, it was just like a throwback movie because it was just wholesome. It was a movie where it was like, ain't nothing too good, too bad about it. It was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know me, I love nostalgia. So I like Yeah, that. it was a lot of nostalgia with yeah. that one. It take you back to being a kid again. And you're like, damn, well, this is what we doing, huh? This is what I was watching. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was wild. But you were saying about the Super Bowl. So we watched the Super Bowl, fucking yeah. around and missed most of the first half. But, um, yeah, your boy had money on, on the Rams and uh, oh. And uh, Odell Beckham Jr. went out in the first half, got a little nervous, and then they come out in the second half, missed the biggest pass interference call in Super Bowl history, damn near. Old boy grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face face mask, tossed him to the side like a child, and then scooted to the end zone two-stepping. 
sat down somewhere. Yeah, so that was rough. And uh, so then it was just looking bad. It was looking bad. And everybody who's Cincinnati fans, Bengals fans, it's only like seven of them. It's like my boy Chris and like six other people and then everybody who just think they got fire-ass jerseys. Like you. Yeah, they got fire <laughs> jerseys. I mean, the little stripe things, the little Bengal thing, fire. Fire jerseys. But, um, yeah, they've been trashed for a long time. Long time. What do you think about I mean, the Super Bowl show? Trash, but they made it to the Super Bowl, though. That's I mean, yeah. They, I mean, the, the sunshine on the dog ass every once in a while, like my, right. my uncle used to say. But well, they little time to do that. Mm, so the me. halftime show, I was in and out of the halftime show actually. So, but um, to see everybody there, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess the lineup was okay. Not really. I would want to see somebody else. So you know, I'm not a big Mary J. Blige fan. I knew you was about anyway. to get on Mary ass, man. You, so, you, what is it? With you? you just hate Mary J. Blige. No, I just I think that she's a decent entertainer. She just can't sing. Like she has good music. So her producers and her little writers herself. Her it sounds a lot like hateration. No. Oh my God. Here we go. I'm just saying. I'm just quoting some Mary J. Blige for that ass right <laughs> Whatever. now. Whatever. No, That's what it sounds like. She's just not a singer to me like, at all. I mean, you're talking about like just a belt. Would you expect her to be Whitney? Like, I you don't get Whitney, Whitney once every decade that. or two. I understand that, but I just think that. I don't know, like for where she has gotten, like that's her own stuff, and that's great for her. But I don't know, I wouldn't. Mary been making music I for sad know. ass women for a couple <laughs> decades now, and when she fell out at the end, I ain't know if that was part of the show or not. Mary about fifty, and she still thick as cold grits. Yeah, she was like super thick. I was like, yeah, she Jesus. came through, boy. I was up to like, is this right? Me and D. Rabbit was going back. She like, man, she thicker than the mug. I'm like, man, she thicker than the racial divide in America. Like, <laughs> like Mary was out there still looking hella thick. And you know she got to do the leg drag. Oh, yeah. I think that the most notable, like, uh, dance moves that I could think of all the time, probably because they got memes so much, is her with her um with her little stomp and little Kim when they let like, me tell you all of like the P Diddy crew ish thing like they, they got had some little this, crazy yeah. stuff Biggie ain't had yeah, that total and all of them it's just you know Sean, up, they brother? was with <laughs> P Diddy because they had this little signature move like and it come from him probably <laughs> yo hey yo can we keep it a buck and just bring it up that P Diddy's a gangster <laughs> hey y'all. um like I ain't saying he a goon or he a tough guy a thug and I'm like I mean like he a gangster like. Because, you know, like, when you look at, like, them old mafia gangster-type dudes, they'll get you wet. Like, they might not be able to fight or do nothing, but they'll go. They'll get somebody to go wax your ass. <laughs> I like, got somebody for that. Yeah, be up to, like, oh, you a tough guy, huh? Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Just got it. Oh, boys, appreciate you, Sally. You know what I'm saying? Showing some love. What's but, that? um, so, so, Peter, he's a wild gangster. But, um, other thing in the Super Bowl that was pretty dope. Uh, well, first we'll get through the rest of the show. Um, it's wild when I uh, I posted a meme, I think, or uh, somebody else posted it, I forgot. But um, <laughs> fuck, when people was talking shit about 50, like it was mad, crazy, wild shit about 50, talking about so 50 done got fat, 50 done got fat, and it got some like dude that's like 400 pounds on the couch oh eating God, Cheetos, like me, me looking at 50 talking about some, damn, he done got fat, sitting there like, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker swole always, up like a tick, <laughs> you know what I mean, talking about. The crazy thing exaggerates so much. I don't know. You got to think about it. 50 got to be what? 40 something? 50? 50. Yeah, be about 50. Yeah, 50. <laughs> damn it. Be about got to be around 50. Hey, you want to say that, man? I, I hope I look that good at 50. Like, 50, you doing all right, man. You can tell he a little swole off the liquor or something like that, but that's why I'm back you off. You live that good life. You get a little chunky. You get a little you know what happy. I'm saying? He's looking good. He ain't, he ain't got to do all that wild Dr. shit. Dr. Dre, too. You seen him. Dr. Like, Dre. 
He was a little. Ha- he was a lot of happy. Yeah, Dr. Dre living a good life. Good life. He, was he happy. living that good. He living that billionaire good life. That's it. He living them. I don't. I don't even wear Beats headphones, but I'm glad y'all do life. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he in that happy weight. That's what that is. Yeah, he came in there. He did his thing. A lot of people was mad, fussing about um Eminem about Eminem taking a knee. I mean, this is the shit that get me crazy. Me, me, me and B Rabbit was talking about it. Um. Mm-hmm. Eminem, how cats is like really going hard now talking about some. Oh, y'all talking about Eminem? I ain't never like Eminem. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, it ain't a whole bunch of hood dudes who like rap who gonna really say like they ain't like the Marshall Mathers LP. Like yeah. everybody damn near listen to the Marshall yeah. Mathers LP. Yeah. So you can say what you want, and they like, well, yeah, cause you know he said the N word, and when it's he said the N word, and we uh, we was talking about this about how it's like nuance behind it, right? Like. Because it goes to like the Joe Rogan thing when they was playing, they, they was playing Joe Rogan's greatest hits of saying the N word, right? Oh wow! And um, so but the the wild thing about it is, is nuance to it, right? Like I ain't saying like I'm not saying it's acceptable ever, but what I am gonna say is that um, Chris, what up, man? Uh, I ain't gonna say that it's uh acceptable, but I'm just saying it's a big difference between like somebody like singing along with a rap song. And saying the N word or just letting that shit fly like mm. I absolutely hate you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so it's a huge difference. It's nuance. Is it acceptable? No. Nah. Should he have known better? Sure. You know what I mean? And I ain't even look at the whole context of a lot of times he said it, because this 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 mixtape of him saying the N word been out. But going back to they said with Eminem, Eminem said it when he was fifteen years old after his black girlfriend broke up with him. He's a fifteen year old kid. <laughs> you just gonna say whatever to hurt. You know what I mean? When you a kid, especially you gotta think, fifteen year olds then wasn't emotionally as mature as we are as is as, as now because these kids are like so emotionally mature as far as like knowing they stuff and clinically diagnosing they self on WebMD with every damn mental illness there is and everything else right and we wasn't just like that so it's like mm-hmm. M was probably out there he was probably out there just like anybody saying some wild shit and I think like it's one of them things that's to, to quote it back is like we still live in an era where we would not have let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X because the fact is that we so quick to cancel people. It's like, oh, well, he did this and that. Da, da, da. You know how many people wouldn't wouldn't make it in today's society? Yeah. Like Malcolm X, out of here. Yeah. Martin Luther King, out of here. Cracking here. wild cheeks, he out of here. They already out of here. He out of here. Yo, if you really want to keep it a buck, don't bring up Jesus old tweets. Because <laughs> <laughs> boy, I was <laughs> hey, I was listening to a podcast and they was talking about some stuff in the Bible, and then I was just remembering it was like a woman should, in fact. It's best that a woman don't even speak. Don't even and it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just like stuff like that, you know. Uh, okay, inspired by God. Okay, it's, inspired. Hey, okay, but you know why? Because the man changed it up, twisted, remixed it. Like you know, that's because the man was we over can't there. Let him get too far. Nah, that's because the man was over there place. praying. Man was over there Whatever. praying, mind his business, and that woman over there nagging. He was like, Lord. Anyway, <laughs> let me just write this down. And then so Lord, Lord, she like, keep nah, bumping her gums. You're not doing that. I'm trying to keep this switch off her ass, but she keep bumping her oh gums. There, Lord. Like we came out, came out, remixed it through a King James version there. But it's wild. Like if you go back to any document, any doctrine, pretty much anything, it ain't too many things that um, withstand the test of time. I mean, like it ain't. It, it's really not too many things. You look at a whole lot of religious books. It's like you can read into a whole lot of stuff and be like. <sighs> Well, you don't understand inside of context. It's like a lot of things. I hear you. A lot of context. So. Yeah, I hear you, but shit different now. Yeah, yeah. We in a different time period. So they was mad about him taking a knee. And, uh, but the thing is, is that they told him, they told him don't do it the first time. You know, they're supposed to do it the first, um, the first go around for the stupid vows, right? And so um, they told him don't do it then. Okay, fine. And then now this time come around, now they actually having the Super Bowl. 
and this is what's going on. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Fuck y'all. Oh, then what you gonna do? You gonna cancel M? Yeah, you M can't, music ain't can't. ain't banging no more anyway. <laughs> but like, it's like M ain't. I, don't, I can't even think of the last album Eminem dropped. But what I'm saying is like, people not gonna sit here and get on it. If you a hip hop fan and you like lyricism, it's like think what Eminem was doing. Even in black culture, like Eminem was rapping about stuff that we don't talk about in the black community. We yeah. ain't talking about no. We ain't talking about no. We might talk about like we hope something bad happened to our baby mama, but we ain't talking about like actually killing, killing her yeah. and dragging her or something like that. That wasn't like acceptable to talk about. And then like all that shit about his mom and killing mm-hmm. his mom, or something like that. It's like I remember listening to that. My grandmother was looking like. Get some ideas if you want to, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. Go ahead and get, go ahead and get Slim Shady over here if you want to. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna put this cast iron pan to your ass. You're like, gonna let him get you murdered. Yeah, you are gonna let him mess around <laughs> and get you this late, this late term abortion. Like, Nana, I'm nine. Get him out of here. So they was mad about him taking the knee or whatever. Then oh, uh, this dude Rob that I know, he was on, he was on social media, his Instagram, Facebook. He was like, everybody mad about Eminem taking the knee. But he's like, what do you expect a man to do when he's like 50 years old and his knees weak and arms are heavy? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was vomit on the sweater already. You know what I'm saying? He's nervous, but on the surface, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, that, that, that tickled me a bit. But I think overall, I think the Super Bowl game was a pretty decent game. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times Super Bowl games be trash. And uh, the commercials, commercials, what do you think of the commercials? Oh, I like the commercials. First of all, I like Jim Carrey, the cable, with the cable guy, guy with Verizon. <laughs> Yeah. They should have been there that. Like, whoever thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoever thought about that? They, they got in their bag for that. Where, yeah, it's yeah like, they where got in their bag were for you? That. Why you didn't do, why you you didn't do that when Cable Guy came out or something? That, but I was thinking that, you know, well, he was a way bigger celebrity than what he is now since they blacklisted him, right? Blacklisted like, so, for my telling the truth, exposed yeah, Hollywood. Him, exactly. And so but that's what happened when you exposed him. Yeah, they blacklisted you, and now, so his coins probably running a little low, or he just probably needs something to I don't do. No, Jim Carrey don't seem like, like, when I think about all the flashy, like, actors, I would think like a Leonardo DiCaprio or somebody would go put broke before him. You know I don't what I mean? Know, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's just bored and needs something to do and just want get me back on screen. Yeah, yeah, fair you enough. Know? And that was something that like didn't hurt his integrity. This was yeah. a role that he did before him feel right. like Hollywood kind of giving him the pipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he probably feel okay with it, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed that commercial, especially when he walked out with his fingers in his ears, like la la la, I'm coming yeah. back tomorrow to check on it. Yeah. Like, no, we don't want your crazy <laughs> ass coming back here, cuz what are you doing? Yeah, I liked I liked that. That was uh, really good for me. Um, yeah. see the, um, the LeBron one was on when he's talking about Bitcoin and stuff like that. I'm gonna be real honest. I have an overall view of how Bitcoin works, but I'm gonna tell you, I don't know if I'm gonna ever be smart about Bitcoin. <laughs> what do you mean be smart about it? Like I understand like it's blockchain technology, but then when I was talking to somebody and if somebody in the chat probably could break it down in layman's terms, because I've done absolutely zero research. Everything I know about Bitcoin is hearsay. So, but they were saying like Bitcoin, there's a th- oh, people can mine Bitcoin. But they said, excuse me, but they said Bitcoin is a finite amount. So when you say something's a finite amount, it's like I have a hundred of something and it will never be any more. <clears throat> you could chop these up and water and you could chop these up and do whatever or something like that and take it in smaller pieces, but you can't really water it down, inflate it, this and that. But then you can mine for more Bitcoin. And they're like, yeah, well, it's a computer equation. And basically, it's not mining. Because when I think of mining, I think of Chilean miners and coal miners. <laughs> digging for gold. Yeah, digging for gold. <laughs> like, if you tell me Aluminum coal mining. Silver. Yeah, you tell me coal mining, I see the picture in my head. You tell me gold mining, I see the picture in my head in San Francisco. They're out there panning in the river, doing all of this stuff. You tell me mining for Bitcoin, there's not a picture that pops up in my head. <laughs> yeah. I just see, like, the back of the matrix. You know, the I'm matrix a, I'm screens. I'm a visual learner. I need, yeah. to know, I need to know it's monopoly money. Waste 
Yeah, but uh, the thing, I mean, I, mean, I, know, I don't some know. Some people swear by it, though, and they be, they, they said, up, this is crazy. They like, there was this dude who paid, like, he paid, like, ex, I forgot about how many Bitcoin. It was, like, 10, 20, 30 Bitcoin or something to get a pizza back in the day. And now, the whatever amount of Bitcoin he paid is now worth, like, 400 or something million. Like, boy, I'd be kicking myself to my damn I joints get out. I understand how does that translate to, to actual Monty's. I don't know about it. And um, that to me. I don't know about it, but that cat, oh, uh, uh, the cat Kooji or whatever, he knows a lot. He said, know a lot about Bitcoin. I, I it ain't something I could test his knowledge on because I don't or whatever. But that's what when I was talking about getting him on the pod, we need to get him on the pod. Then I may maybe we could talk about it some other people. Yeah, but basically, they were saying like you got an amount of Bitcoin, and then basically, so it was easy to get at first, right? Like easy to get, like you mining it. Mind it, but computers running these equations to figure it out. And now you got to have like these ridiculous supercomputers that can like run the matrix just to get little tiny amounts, right? So basically, you just slow down the rate of inflation because you can't. It's basically like the way they explain it to me, and this might be completely wrong because, like I said, everything I know about Bitcoin is hearsay. But the way they explain it is almost like I have money and I can print more money, but it's such a freaking hassle right now to print more money that it's going to take me like a year to print a dollar. So technically I just slowed down the rate of inflation so that money isn't like, you know what I mean? How now a dollar don't do what it do before. So you lost me at, so I had money, right? I ain't hear nothing else after that. It was like. It was Charlie Brown? Like, yeah, it was just like that. He was yeah. like. You're all right though. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is what it is. It's wild out here. That's it. So somebody gave me some Bitcoin on my birthday. Um, yeah, from my gun club. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So appreciate that. So it's just gonna sit there because I don't know what to do with it. So thank you. Leave it there. Just <laughs> leave it. There. I am. No, see what I think is dope there. about Bitcoin though is like if I could get with the Bitcoin thing is like you could take like this little thumb drive and some access codes and all this other stuff and I can move like for money laundering. Bitcoin is it. Like it's slow to do a transfer. They say it take oh, like man. thirty minutes to do a transfer. But as far as like I can take a hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Cuddy was good, brother. <laughs> I um. I could take like a hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin and a thumb drive, and I could fly wherever I want with that. As long as I got a computer, internet, and all that stuff, I could do whatever. You know, if you show up with ten thousand dollars at the airport, your ass ain't getting through there. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't know how it works, so somebody really is gonna have to explain. No, nah, I mean, we we we, we probably people that we talk to whatever. A lot of people be saying they and know they about are it. Like, well, it's easy. Oh, let me tell you, you ain't saying nothing. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like asking for people, how did you get started with your business? Yeah, people like, just talk around. Oh, it. it's a lot of hard work. You know, it's yeah. just a. Come on now, give me details. Yeah, that's why, because I haven't really asked anybody that I think actually um, knows about it. I haven't asked them deep questions to have to, like, teach me that stuff or, like, learn. Nor have I dug into the research, which I just haven't been interested enough. But um, whenever you do, whenever people talk about it and the people who are like, oh, it's so easy, it's so easy. It's just like this and that and da-da-da, and they start making some dumbass analogies and start saying a whole bunch of other stuff. It's like peanut butter and jelly and this and that and da-da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. You just put your whole life savings in it, everything will be okay, like. I don't get you, bro. And then you see him up with like, bro, that's an 86 Camry. <laughs> Are you really, she really balling out of control over there, brother? Hey, you talking a lot like that's Yeah, good. you talking, it's big money. You know how much that. money I made in Bitcoin? I, I made $20 billion in Bitcoin. It's like, and you still choose to stay with your mama? Right. You ain't even going to break her off? Nothing. How about you give her a Bitcoin for small, her trouble? In the smallest room. Yeah, in the <laughs> smallest room ever. Like, you, you sitting in there in a kennel. Looking like one of the damn puppies or <laughs> something like that. Talking about something. I got twenty billion dollars in Bitcoin. Give me, give me twenty million in regular ass American dollars, American, like American dollars, American, bro. <laughs> give me my American. So what you got on the docket, baby? Give me baby? my American, American. 
um, Sydney Carter. Sydney Carter. Sydney Carter. She a uh, Texas A and M coach, right? Yeah. I think so. You have well, well, she was. Let me look it up. Uh, I know she was Texas A&M she used coach. She played WNBA and also overseas as well. So, let me tell you something. The thing is, is that she's fabulous. She's fabulous, and people always seem to lose their minds when she come out and do what she do as a coach. So, my thing is, she dressed fashionably. Okay, she dresses up for all of her games, and I don't see any difference from when the male coaches go out and they dress up. With they nice little suits and they gaiters and whatever else they have on, whatever kind of nice shoes y'all wear, I don't even know. But Oxfords. why nobody Oxford's right? Nobody is saying anything about that though. So what? So what is so compelling and just so you, distracting about her? She's beautiful. That's she's what. Beautiful, that, yes. That's what's distracting. She's beautiful, yes, but that doesn't take away from her skill set as a coach and her experience as a ball player. Who's, is, are people saying that? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that. All I know is. She had a legit career. Yeah. I know she can hoop. Um, I know she can coach. And she finds frog hair. <laughs> frog hair. Frog hair. <laughs> like we up from giraffe hair. But I mean, but she be doing her thing like she look good. But you gotta also understand the way, like, this is the crazy thing about like, it's just out of the norm is black culture. Like, like, um, like a lot of the black coaches you see that are men, they have conformed to what is considered to be the, the norm, right? Like three-piece suit or two-piece suit, slacks and a button-up. You know what I mean? They confirm to the norm. She coming out there. She not coming out in that corny – and she not coming out there in a the corny-ass, like, um, skirt and and, or, or, like, a half-ass power suit or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. she coming out there like, I'm unapologetically myself, and I'm and fine. Like, is, and, and accept yeah. all of this. Yes, I do got to ask and pay attention to my coaching and stop looking right here if you can. Like, She try to cover it up with her booty braids. She got braids always. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Booty braids ain't – booty braids ain't nothing but arrows. Like – like look here, <laughs> look here. It's <laughs> like when girls tie a sweater around their ass and be walking around. You be like, I wonder. <laughs> I see you so stupid. No, you be like that. <laughs> I wonder. He is retarded. But yeah, yeah um, so I'm, I, I don't know. People saying she illegitimate as a coach. I'm gonna be real honest. I ain't gonna cap. The um, I don't know a whole lot about what people saying about her as a coach. I just know I saw a picture of her and was like, damn. And then. But I, I don't know. I, I can't illegitimize. I don't know why. So I'm going to say this. This is the hard thing about it. Like, women get objectified, and that's just fucking life. Like, unfortunately, like, I don't mean, I ain't saying it's right, but it's just like, people die, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh it's like, like women get objectified, and the men don't get objectified. Who getting, you're not getting wild objectified in a suit. Now, when we wear gray sweatpants. Um, first of all, I'm going to tell you now, okay? You already know how I feel about me in the suit, okay? They get wild objectified straight up. For me, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm and, like but what I'm saying, too. but I'm just saying also women are usually women are usually pretty women are like zero to one hundred, but they skip everything in between zero to one hundred. It's like I'm a lady, I'm this and that, da 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 da. I'm ripping your clothes off at a male review, savage. Don't tell my man, like <laughs> over here. Like women is just in these two crazy like opposites Come or something like yeah yeah it's exactly <laughs> like it's some shit like that but for men for men it's like it, it's levels to the shit right um ian came through and he said when a woman has an ass that's exactly how people act like an ass yeah yeah, yeah. they can't control themselves let them know hey. yeah uh, but i don't know is is now uh, are people not control like that's a whole different statement that we're talking about people not control themselves is she being assaulted or something like that it's like people like doing 
Well, no, I she, doubt that they're assaulting. Okay, her, well, I'm but. saying like that's people not being able to control themselves. Like people just saying you you this and that on um you this and that on Twitter or on social media. It's like that's gonna happen, man. That happened to dudes too. Like you know what I mean? The the, the really like super handsome dudes like Idris Elba, Michael B. Jordan types that people yeah, really like. Yeah, yeah, look at you, Thotemus Prime. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like like it happens to them. So it's like people you're gonna get objectified, and then depending on what you do. You gonna get a like like you can't take a person how attractive a person is out of the equation. Like we just don't live in a time like that. I mean, that. I like the way she is. I mean, I think it's new because like you do look at the coaches of these girl basketball teams. They look like librarians, and they yeah, not some of them. Some of them look like librarians, and others they just like they don't have any like sex appeal about them. Yeah, or how just many like, sexy librarians you know? There's some. You know some sexy. I've seen some before. I ain't talking about Instagram librarian who up here like I just got a BBL over here and <laughs> over here in the uh, in the fiction section. I'm like, forgot it. No, but um, I do feel as though um, with her being this type of distraction, it's good because it's having people put their eyes on the game now. You know, they're gonna watch. They're gonna sit and watch that for a little I bit. I, I don't know about all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yep. It's gonna put their eyes on the game. They want to see her. Yo, I think you. Her. I think you wild underestimating the ability of a man to go through a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm not just talking about a man. I'm talking oh, about women. Too. Women going okay. Looks yeah, like you think okay, it's inspiring. That's why she's getting. Yes, I do. I think okay, that okay, other I women would then yeah, come yeah. about too in coaches and then and feel comfortable, feel comfortable being. Who I, they yeah, are I get what you're saying because it's like if you're a pretty woman and you like style and shit like yes. that, you just been looking at all of you, these like you dumbing it down because that's what you see in the past. You yeah, see the women coming out there with slacks. So on a lot of times, baby doll like, shoes. Yeah, you up like I don't want to go out there and do that because I can't dress the way I want to dress, especially for people who big in fashion. So now they see her and they like, oh, so I could do what I love and dress the way I want to. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's that's legit. I didn't think about that. And not only that, you having people now take notice too to real what real rap sis. Yeah. And so you have uh people taking notice too of her. So like somebody um like me, right? I don't watch WNBA, but when I heard all this going on, I'm like, let me see what this is. You know, now I see her. Now I know, oh let me see what she went today. Let me check out one of her games, you know, to see what she's doing now. So I do think that um that type of viewership can go up as well. So how many WNBA games you watch in your life, Fox? It's been a while. It's been like I, I just said I don't watch WNBA. Well, she's a college basketball uh, coach, I think. Anyway, but I don't watch WNBA. I just said that. Okay. What? I'm just saying we can, we can watch it together. Anyway. You know, only part I'm watching, boy. Hey. hey. So, um, sharp. What's going on, man? Uh, yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I think it's terrible to discredit somebody. Like I think the only time that a woman should be, but I don't. I, I guess it's like I, I, I think about it when women shouldn't be discredited, right? Like when, when like, uh, say a woman does something and she's not attractive, she should just be judged on her skill set. But I think people can't argue that like when somebody's easy on the eyes, it it, it just benefits you. There's a pretty bias in the world, pretty or attractive or handsome, whatever you want to call it. There's a bias in the world. Like things go easier. A lot of things go easy when you look good, right? Like, I mean, like it's sad, but it's true. Though I mean, it's sad, but it's true. Like, like, like I'm gonna be honest. Like, you sit there and uh, let 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 you be sitting in the bar with your pretty ass face over there with the call girl six voice, and you start crying. Dude's gonna, hey baby, this that and the third da 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 da. Now let old girl. Wait, is it my ugly cry or is it just like? <laughs> no, nah, don't don't come out the ugly cry. Don't come out. And they ain't gonna know how pretty you are. They 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 gonna miss out on. The, <laughs> No, nope. <laughs> ain't muddy water, so we ain't doing that. But um, 
Nah, like, say you over there crying or something like that, and you beautiful, and then you got old girl over here who's not as attractive, right? Like, I'm not about to sit here. I, I'm going to objectify the fuck out of women. I'm just not going to do it right now. But she over there, she not attractive. She over there doing the cry, you know what I'm saying? She not as attractive by whoever standards that's there yeah, and whatever they, they else. Just about that. Just yeah, about whatever, that. all of that stuff, whatever politically correct makes people feel like I'm not being disrespectful because I'm not trying to, right? If you take it that way, then you listen to the wrong podcast. But if she over there crying or something like that, don't, ain't nobody going to care. I think they will care. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. If it they're going to have their attention drawn more like, oh. I'm gonna tell you right now. Take a woman who take a woman who's severely overweight, who's un, who's deemed unattractive by take, get, grab ten men who think that this woman's a, woman A is unattractive, and those same ten men think woman B is attractive. Let them both have the same situation. See how quick men, men move for, oh, for yeah, woman B versus woman B. A. Yeah. Like that's yeah. ju- but that's just the nature of the beast, right? Like certain qualities is gonna benefit you, right? Like and and I think sometimes we forget that. Like how many times has a woman being beautiful benefited her? Like she's gonna like her her no. like she could wind up getting a better deal for somewhere for just being attractive and bringing yeah. all of this like attraction might actually bring more attention to her sport that she loves and everything like that from being attractive like she didn't like and nobody knew but people wasn't just looking because what people forget that most viewers that look at a lot of sports they're not coaches and people who just love the games right like they they're not coaches and people who just love the game a lot of these people. I just in, like it's just like oh this is just entertainment. Mm-hmm. I don't know all these people. I don't know this net, but I know she fine and she has some buzz on this net. So just like you were saying, let me see what this is about. Yeah. So as an organization, if I have Miss Carter on, on, on my organization, I'm doubling capitalize down to keep her. Like I'm yeah. gonna capitalize on it financially, yeah. right? Like the rich people ain't get rich off of uh, being moral. They got rich off of capitalizing on opportunities. Yeah. So if I if Miss Carter works for my organization. She's getting a bonus. Keep rocking what you rock. Yeah. I don't care if they start saying they're going to fine her or something like that. We'll pay the fine. Keep, keep doing, doing you, it. sis. Yeah. Like, keep doing you. Break it out. This night. You need what? Come on over here. We about to go get another mm-hmm. pair of red bottoms. We in. Red bottoms. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, that. I mean, that's how I would look at as an organization. And if she could coach, if she can coach and she legit at what she do, it's a win-win yeah, win, for the yeah. organization. It's like we have a good coach who's also bringing a whole lot of attention to our program so yes. people are watching, ticket sales are going up for whatever reason. Who cares it at the end of the day if you're trying to make money? Yeah, the fact you know that what it saying? is. So it's like we don't like to be objectified until it's financial. <laughs> like we don't like to be objectified, but how many times is being objectified financially beneficial? Like for women doing that, it's like it if you're is. a movie star and you're beautiful, chances are you're going to crack a couple more roles. roles. Like yeah. girl, a is a, girl A on a scale of 1 to 10 is an 8 on the acting scale. And then girl B is on the scale of 1 to 10 is an 8 on the acting scale. But girl A is a 10. Girl B is built like a bell pepper. Like, <laughs> girl A going to get more roles. Yeah. That's just what, it, unless we just have a role for a bell pepper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless <laughs> it's like a food movie I'm or something done. and she just on the table like I'm this done. and that. Just stop. But, stop. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, stop. for real. Like, so we talk about this being attractive helps. Being in great shape helps. Like, we, we could sit here and, and talk about the body shaming and, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like people talk about, oh, don't talk shit about Lizzo. But then they go and talk. But then they go and talk wild shit about Fifty being fat. Mm-hmm. Like so, the same people say, "Don't talk shit about Lizzo." Is over here trashing Fifty for putting on weight. Mm-hmm. While they're also probably morbidly obese and Cheetos at home. <laughs> like yeah. But you, yeah. you know what I mean. So you, so I mean, in the end of the day, I think we got to keep things in perspective. Mm-hmm. That sex sells. It's been something that Howard Stern even said. So many people have said sex sells. Oh yeah. So it's like time, yeah. yeah. So it's like I mean, like when we gonna get over the stigma that sex sells, just like sex workers, just like. The sexual things you do is like you put two singers together. Being pretty helps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being handsome as a man helps. I like what Daniel 
said on here. He said, a woman is the foundation of the USA. They have built it regardless whether it's standing by the man or leading a group into success. Listen, let me tell you how hard it was for me to read without my glasses with white white words on black screen. It's oh, yeah, so I that jack your eyes up. Yeah. But anyway, I got it. So. Um, I'm be honest. I, I don't. I like what he said because I, and I think that it's true. You know, just how like women drives what like he was saying the standard of beauty. Right. That's how I took what he's saying. It's not Stay that mic, babe. it's not that um, um, that he's trying to say, oh, it's just everything's just built by us or the whatever. No, I'm not but taking I it that way. I do think as though um, I do think like um, when we were talking about previously in other podcasts about like how women drive so much of what society's beliefs are when it pertains to beauty and what's acceptable and what's not. And we don't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like this, man, dudes, we dress the way we do. Because a woman told us it was fly. Like, the reason you got a whole bunch of dudes running around with tight-ass tight jeans on, some Yeezys, and a T-shirt with some writing on it, and they just swear to God they got dripped, that's because some woman told them it was fly. Like, dudes, we built our whole ego up off of... It's off of what a woman tells us and what I, uh, what a man doesn't tell us, right? Like, so when a woman tells us, like, oh, you're like your mom, she say, oh, my baby, this and that, oh, my baby's the greatest, my baby's the greatest. Cool. And then, Dad, if he don't say I'm bad, we in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm accepting this as law. Like, you know what I mean? So we here. So, um, I mean, I understand. I understand, I guess, now that you put it that way, that uh, women had driven the foundation. But they draw, But women, like, when it comes down to things, I think women can't take away the fact that, like, I think part of the... um. Like, part of the things that make a woman attractive to me is uh, femininity, right? Like, so, it's one of them things where it's like a woman being feminine. Like, I like the fact that she is dressing like a woman. She's just dressing the way she want to dress, right? Like, I don't want to see you in a three-piece suit with a blazer. Like, I ain't fly. I don't want to see you over there looking like look, looking like you coach your spurs. So like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you over there looking like that, right? Like, I, I, I want a woman to be a woman. Like, do what you do. But I think at the end of the day, we also got to understand we're going to get judged. We're going to get judged on the way we look. We, and, and people who don't think they're going to get judged on the way they look, you you lying to yourself. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. We're going to get judged on how we look. We, we should, oh, yeah, everybody. Because beautiful people don't really, they, they'll say that. Oh, I don't want to be judged how I look. Because you can say that because you're beautiful. You're already pretty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can say that because you're beautiful. You can say that because you're in great shape or something like that. But I think you also got to understand it's like, you got that opportunity to say that, but a lot of people don't have that leeway, right? They would love to be as beautiful as you, right? They would love to have this and that. So there's benefits to it, and let's not ignore the benefits, right? Like how many people, how many women are on like IG and everything right now talking about, well, I just hate when, or on Twitter saying, well, I just hate when men objectify me. Well, you put 40 pictures up and you had four inches of clothes on or 40 pictures. You're selling sex. That's all you sold. So ain't nobody buying nothing else. Ain't nobody coming for nothing else, right? So... Like with Miss Carter, she's selling the fact that she's a coach, and she just happens to look she's good. Just doing what she's doing. Yeah, so it's up like yo, she so she is boom, cool. She's selling that she's a coach. She just happens to be beautiful, so cool. And, and it's not even just an objectifying thing. Because think about how many people ain't attractive that's coaching point blank period, male and female. Ain't nobody just sitting there talking according about to, according to whomever standards. So. According, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. What else we talking about? Mm-hmm, the equality is killing me. What else we got? Oh, our presentation is the first attribute people. Uh, our presen- yeah, our, our yeah. presentation is first. You, you can't help that. Like, the first thing when people see, like, when, uh, like, uh, I think I was, uh, I forgot who I was talking to about, but we was on, what was it? We was basically saying, like, if, if I meet you and you're beautiful, 
I'm going to come up to you is the way nine times, more times than not, it's the man pursuing a woman, right? Like, we'll say that. Like, women do pursue men. Not going to say that women don't do that. But n- you've been hit on more times than you've hit on men. Yeah. So, with that, what's going to come with it is that I'm going to, I'm going to go off of how you look. We're going to start with attraction, and then I'm going to build from there. That's but, what all these, like, dating sites are. You... Go by what you see at yeah. first. Yeah, and then like, you talk to them and find swipe, out they're retard, swipe. and then you're like, oh. Because you don't get a chance to, like, you don't get a chance to, like, meet people and know, like, oh, ain't nobody never walked up to you and be like, you have a beautiful mind. You do right. have a beautiful mind, but ain't no way for me to know that until yeah. I, like, sat down, talked to you, went on a couple dates, and then I'm like, oh, damn, Fox is dope as hell. She got a beautiful mind. They know that stuff, but it starts off with attraction, and, like, what Ian's saying is dead right. Like, it starts with the presentation. Um, me and my daughter was talking during our time away for a volleyball thing. And so these kids are very wise, you know, and they're dealing with a lot of different things. And so one of the subjects that she was, I was overhearing her talk to her friend about was how women are being masculinized. I don't think that's a word. I don't think it's a word either, but that's what the word they used. Okay. But I knew what they were talking about. Okay. So, (laughs) so, and I was like, masculinized. And then um, she was like, well, you know, like, you know, they can't describe it, obviously, but I know what they were talking so about. So give, give, give the, 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 the adult rundown. The adult rundown saying. is how women are basically, just because we have we have this, indep- I think the, and it's because of the independence that we have, that we are supposed to, like this toughness and everything that we have, um, it's kind of derived from that where we don't have to be, we don't have to be helped anymore. We assume that we are oh we're okay. We got it. We good. We don't have we don't need anything else. Like, so you're saying this is women's too. perception? Huh? That women mm-hmm. for that like as a woman, a lot of women are feeling like since I can do all of this stuff, I don't need I'm help. being put aside right, like I'm being put aside, like I'm not who I am still. I'm still a woman. You know, I'm still a woman. And um, I think that that's an issue that they're talking about that they're dealing with now. I'm like, why are y'all dealing with that now? Anyway, y'all kids. Yeah, what are anyway, like somebody didn't hold the door for you with your books? Like, what, what y'all doing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't but it kind of, um, now, if, that's, if that is to just the extent of it, then I feel as though it's like, well, we have to get some sort of balance into what it is that we want, right? And so I think that, if you're saying that, oh, I can do all, I can do everything you do and I can do it better, you know, then it's like, well, you can't expect for them to treat you a certain way that you always go back into the back of your head feeling like you want it to be treated as. So, all right, my first thoughts on this is that this is the thing about it. Like, as women move more towards being able to self-provide, there's always, the the world's always going to balance itself out, right? So, so am I? Am I still a punk if I hit a woman back? And if you hit a woman back, you probably gonna kill her, bro. Cause um, I bro, you ain't no, you ain't no soft one, bro. If you hit a woman, you going to jail forever, <laughs> forever, uh, forever. They burying you under the jail. But um, no, nah, I get what you're saying though. I'm, I'm a cook for a minute. But what I'm saying is, is like, so there's a balance in the world, right? There's a yin and yang. So as women shift that yin. Men have to shift that yang. So when a lot of times when you're sitting there seeing that like, oh, well, men are acting like this. And now we're just playing the chicken and the egg game, right? Where it's up here like, what came first? Men being pussy or or women growing dicks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, what came first? It doesn't matter what came first. The point of the matter is it's always going to be balanced. So as a woman, you can't say we both go to a job, we both make $100,000, and then I'm still supposed to pay for everything for you. Like we both make a hundred thousand dollars. I'm still supposed to pay for everything for you. I'm still supposed to do all these things for you. And at a certain point, right, it's the same way that women 
made the argument about like, yo, you expect to have these gender roles and I do all of this crazy stuff. Like I, I take care of the kids, I clean the house, I make sure your food ready and this and that after I get off work and all you do is go to work. That's not fair. Get it. 100% understand that. I get it. Right? Because a lot of these dudes nowadays done shifted and they not. They can't go, half of them can't change a tire, let alone when we talk about do a tune-up, you know what I mean, fix yeah. a leak in the house, do all of this stuff. But a lot of women can't cook either. They're going to do the same thing. They're going to do barbecue, bake um, chicken. With yellow and, rice. With yellow rice. <laughs> and so, You know what I'm saying? With some yellow rice and like some spinach and throw some something green on the side of it, right? So they ain't let me like they could cook. Alf- they, chicken Alfredo. Or chicken Alfredo, and they just like, uh, 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 be like, you made the Alfredo sauce right out the jaw, uh, 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 and then the chicken right out the can, uh, 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 uh. and then the broccoli, you know, what broccoli, uh, that's all I got. Throw some cheese on it, slices, stir it up. Yeah, so, but I think it's like, as women, if you want more and you want all of this stuff for equality, you can't, like, um, you got to understand it's the same thing. Like, if you want to tear down the patriarchy, and you're saying the patriarchy don't work for you, it's a lot of things that come with the patriarchy. Like, a lot of things that come to patriarchy is the idea of protecting women. So the more that women say they don't need protection, the less they get protected. You know what I'm saying? Like, kids still need protection. People are protecting kids. Like, as more as women say, like, I don't need protection, I don't need this, I don't need that, then the less you're going to be protected. Now, when you don't have protection and you get your shit rocked, <laughs> don't expect to be like, where's my protection? Well, you was good. You don't want the patriarchy to go for that. We even, we equal, we dismiss. And that's that. a part of the thing. So I do feel as though there has to be some sort of balance. Like it's balancing all things and that's what's going to make things perfect. Right. <laughs> what happened? Ian said, Ian said they're a chicken Alfredo man, man and death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you when I started cooking, I didn't even know how to make chicken Alfredo. Okay. I didn't know how to make it. So it wasn't a thing for me. Your boy ain't get this big off of celery. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. Like I think, um, in my first, in my marriage, when I was married for before, I, um, he made chicken alfredo. I'm like, what is that? Like, I ain't even never, I've never even tasted it before. You just this is all here. Caribbean food. Yeah, you've you been know? out here yeah, in Jamaica, so Jamaica. I can make that stuff, but I'm like, chicken alfredo? Then I was like, what is this? What is this flavor? <laughs> food addiction begins. <laughs> <laughs> Incoherent fox noises. Yeah, but I do think balance is the key to all things. And I mean, that if we're ever going to be at a place where we can trust each other, we can learn from each other. There has to be a balance created of what it is expected of each other. Also, give too, and take. also too, I think people can't mm-hmm. take everything personal that happens, right? Like, like for instance, when you see, um, when you see people do things, right? Like when you seen, like I seen this thing where this woman put um on there, like it was something about like black is no protection. Black men are doing this and that. And then it's like, yo, it's just like how women don't want to be grouped into a whole bunch of things. Dudes, we don't want to hear that shit either. Like, when they talk about, like, oh, well, he and nobody protecting us and nobody doing this and that, I get it. Like, black women is leading the charge about protecting the families and doing a whole lot of things. I get it. 100% get it. But for the dudes who are doing it, it's just like, you don't want to hear that shit every time you turn around. Women like, men doing this and that. Men doing this and that. Well, why don't, well, why don't all of y'all just get together, go in the room, and shut the hell up then? Why don't y'all go do that then? Because I don't really want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? If and it's you're just, already doing what you're Yeah, doing. if you're already doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you're going above and beyond. But like it's like you said, people got to understand the balance. If you... Want to do a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Yo, Ian is on one, boy. He said, after Valentine's Day, I couldn't find a jar Alfredo on the market shelf. Oh, my God. <laughs> my boy is cooking that's today. But, funny. yeah, it's like, that's the thing about balance. It's like, you can't expect to have, you can't expect to have, and it's like we talked about before, you can't expect all the beauty you have in the 1950s, man, without the negatives that come with having the 1950s, man. Like, when dudes be up to like, oh, I want a woman, and I want her to be a housewife. 
and you make enough money to provide for her and she's a housewife. Well, when you fall off, figure it the fuck out, bro, because she's a housewife. Like, that's what she does. So it's your job to yeah, go and figure that out. To, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, it's the same thing as a woman when it's like. People do what's convenient for them. Like, in a, in a scenario like that, the man falls off or whatever it is. And won't you go and get a job? No, 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 no. That's what we're not going to do because you met me in this condition. This is what we, this is our agreement. This is what we do. So now just because of this, then now you expect from me. I don't have those skills yet, nor do I plan on getting those because that's not what we agreed upon. Not what we agreed upon. That's not it. And it's so. the same thing because, like, dudes and women, it's like we want these things. And then when we can no longer provide these things for whatever reason, yeah. now we like, well, hold up. You got to help me with this. Mm-mm. Nah, because I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, wild story, right? My homeboy, he's from Pakistan. He married a woman. He married a woman, Muslim, right? We all grew up Muslim. He Muslim, married a Muslim woman, obviously. She come from money. He called himself struggling. And when I mean she come from money, I'm talking about like, like the, the I'm talking the Arab money. Yeah, like she come from money. That money ain't got nothing to do with him, though. Mm-hmm. Like they paid for a big ass wedding and all that and all types of stuff at the wedding. They did their part. He paid his bride price, did his door. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> and um, when he came down to struggling, he knew not to say a damn thing. Yeah. And he had, and, and then and then at the time, he had two wives. So at the time, he had two wives, mm. and one of them came from a lot of money. One of them, both of them came from more money than him. Mm. But let's just say one of them make a hundred, come from like 100,000 or millionaires, and one of them come from billionaires mm. or whatever. And he married into them because successful coming up doing this and that. Had a bad stroke of luck. Things ain't go his way. Boy had to struggle because they like we used to live in a certain lifestyle. Yeah, and you need to provide. We gonna that. live in a certain lifestyle. This thing he knew not to even ask them. Yeah, about that right. But on the flip side of that, um, a lot of dudes ain't built for that. Just like a lot of women ain't because it's like when a woman get tired, like you know what I mean. That's why you. T- that's why I told you like I'm a strong believer of the things that you do have to be because you want to do them. Like you, you keeping the house clean. That got to be a you thing. Mm-hmm. It can't be I'm going to keep a house clean because I love them. Because I'm going to get on your nerves sometimes. And don't let my house be dirty <laughs> because I'm on your nerves. No, you still cleaning this house. Just like you can get on my nerves. And then when something broke, you ain't going to be like, I can't be like, Fox, I'm annoyed. I don't feel like fixing that or mowing the grass or chopping down the trees or building a fire pit or doing any of it. I don't get to do that, right? So a lot of times we um we forget, even when in a relationship, that the things that I do, treating you as a woman, like, loving you is because of you. But treating you as a woman is because of me. That's completely separate to you. Because I'm going to treat you like a woman until you ain't my woman, which ain't going to happen because well, I only got 25 hours to live because that means you're dead. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you, you, don't get that, you don't get that opportunity, right? So sometimes we forget that and just got to understand, like, when we do things for people and we treat people a certain way, it's because they're there. If you have that, that type of thing in your relationship, this doesn't come down to a love or not love thing or anything like that. It's like we have a relationship. We have our boundaries. We have our things. And I treat you this way. I treat you like a woman. I hold the door for you. I hold the door for the girls and everything like that. Not because I like y'all that day or y'all y'all my best friends or this and that. Or we cool. Me and you could be beefing, but you know you ain't going to touch no door around me. You know you ain't about to take the trash out. You know you're not about to do any of this stuff that we well, have been. Deemed... bust through the door so bad. Yeah, she be wanting to bust through the door like Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> Boom. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no. Get your ass back in that car. Close that door and we're going to start again because obviously you lost your mind and I'm going to help you find it. <laughs> but I think, uh, but that's the one of the things. It's like, just like you keeping the house clean. You, um, you've been picking up the load about cooking a lot more lately, right? And I hate a ri- cooking. <laughs> 
Fucking but a lot of the cooking in a relationship, like a lot of cooking in a relationship, I've predominantly been the cook in yeah, our relationship. Because you cook very well. Yeah. So and I've predominantly like been the cook in a relationship. But it's like when I'm busy and I'm working other jobs and I got a whole bunch of other stuff going on, it's like, mama, you got to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I still, I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like somebody must say something to you and put some bug in your ear. Like, oh, if you was my man, I would cook you every day. Come nope. Fox, you need to cook some more. What? When? Since why? <laughs> you always cook. Yo, you already be. You know what, what really? You know what really what it came on? Since you start working from home, it just like it just like naturally shifted from first you was like, Well, you're home, so take this stuff out to Well, you home. <laughs> Might as well season it to you home. Throw that shit in the pan. I see you at six. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a natural, uh, it was a, it's natural a natural progression. progression of goddamn. But you, but you know, I still get in it because I, and, but that's how I know the difference now, too. Cause like before I get in the kitchen, you'd be like, babe, what can I help with? What can I help with? Now I get in the kitchen and you like, about time you got your ass back where you belong. Right where you belong. Your misandronistic <laughs> ass. Like, get back where you belong. And that's why I like my men at barefoot in the kitchen. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. In fact, here your Crocs back. Right, you can have them back then for sure. Yeah, I can have my Crocs back when I'm in here cooking. <laughs> yeah, but what else we had in there? Because I'm about to look up this, this. I can't make this shit up. Yeah, I can't make. As soon this shit as I up. remember how to get two stuff on here saved, mm-hmm. boy, let me tell you something. I say you from Florida without saying you from Florida. What? Uh, so can't make this shit up. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Florida man ate 11 Big Macs at McDonald's, okay. was brought to a hospital, got out, and then went back to the McDonald's and robbed the McDonald's. What? Even without the article, and then the comments, first comment on it, even without the article, I knew this could only happen in Florida. Yo, why <laughs> people really be treating Florida like this, man? Uh, oh, that's Ian getting back to the cooking. He said, my family's from Barbados, so my grandfather did that's the cooking. That's right. And my dad, Jamaican, he did predominantly all the cooking. Oh, Yo, your boy be Like, my mom can cook. She she can cook. But my dad's just like, mm. I think I think I'm taking a torch for the family. I think I'm coming for you, Pops. <laughs> yeah, you are. My dad, you get a little, you get a little up there in age. Coming you know? for you, Pops. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Your boy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, once he start, once he start handing me a couple things in the kitchen and sliding out the way, you know what I'm saying? After that, like, last, what was that, Hanukkah? Yeah, it was Hanukkah. It was that Hanukkah mm-hmm. when your pops kind of just slid to the back, was mm-hmm. playing with the kids, and your boy was in the kitchen cooking. I'm, I'm in there with the vegan I'm food like, for your vegan family. Boom, I'd have moved up. See, see your boy eh, with the James Harden. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. Stern, but we're not going to let this dude live right here. How you eat 11 Big Macs? <laughs> Who eats 11 Big Macs in one sitting? First of all, the burgers ain't even great at all to me. Like, Burger King have way better burgers. I'm sorry. I mean, that makes sense because they call it Burger King. I, I would have hey, hoped that you get that one thing right. Better. I like that that charbroil taste. So like charbroil. They use a little liquid smoke on it. Hey, I like smoke it. With Will McDonald's. That's right. Chef those. legend in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm in here cooking, bro. He's so, he's so dramatic. You see all that? He got to uh, do all of that. But when I be doing that, when I be doing yo, let me tell you something. It's this not is the actual right now. This no this was so wild about Fox. This is wild about Fox. I cook and like say for instance making spaghetti or something, right? I make spaghetti. I make spaghetti sauce from scratch because I feel like that's the only way to do it. Oh my god! Fox be like, because Fox know I don't like to be rushed to cook. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to just slap together meals. Fox then Fox taught me balance to be like, baby, something's just good enough. Like the sauce don't gotta cook for 24 hours. 
Like, you ain't got to slow simmer everything and, and hand chop everything. Baby, can we just eat? So now your boy, like, I done found the balance. But I do I do really enjoy cooking, especially, like, new recipes and things I didn't do before. Because I always be like. Foods I like, basically. Yeah, what really happened is that Fox <laughs> would see some shit, send me something on, like, Instagram or TikTok and be like. I want <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, they put it on TikTok. They don't even say ingredients, how much it is, this and that. So, you know, I'm just coming in there with a little bit of seasoning until the ancestors tell me to stop. And then I'm putting up. And if it got cheese in it, and like old boy be saying, the one who be like, if it ain't uh, if it ain't seasoned, if you ain't seasoned, it ain't seasoned. He be like, how much cheese you putting in? As much as the Lord allow. <laughs> yes. Much as the Lord allow. I'm dropping the whole block in there. But, um, yeah. So, 11 Big Macs, one sitting. And then you come back out of the hospital. You had to go to the hospital, which you should go to the hospital. Wait, what did you go to the hospital for? He had 11 Big Macs. I don't it was know. just because of the burgers? Like, I'm telling you, I don't care what else he went to the hospital for. It got exacerbated by 11 Big Macs. Maybe maybe because he went to the hospital, he was pissed and was like, you know what? I'm going to get my money back. And he went in and tried to rob him, get his money back, because the burgers mm-hmm. wasn't hitting the way he thought it was going to be. Uh, yo, them, really, no, no, first that. of no, all. I would have did that no. for the girl. Mm-mm, I would have did that. First of all. <laughs> You eat 11 Big Macs. Them shits was hitting exactly how you thought they was going to hit. Like, you not about to not eat 11. Outcome. Not huh? the outcome. How you going to eat 11 of them and then be like, hmm, they were all disgusting. Maybe it's they- like people, it's like working customer service. Like, uh, like you know what I mean? Cats are talking about that. People be like, man, my steak was undercooked, but they had a 40-ounce porterhouse, and now they got this a little, little corner, you know what I'm saying, over there. Like, I this did, steak was know, undercooked. I did that one time. <laughs> this, is my, this is my empress. <laughs> I'm am. I'm am. And so we went out to eat and I did that. Like I was like, this is not done. This is a little burnt. And I just kept eating the food. I was eating it, eating it. When they came back to take the plate, it was like, here. And they gave me some food. Yeah, I really be feeling, what, what do they do with the food? I'm going to ask. Throw it away. I'm going to ask Tasha. Like you, you throwing it away, it's like you might as well. You know what I respect about like Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A jacked my order up. And when they jack my order up, Chick-fil-A done jack my order up like three times. You know what they do every time they jack my order up? They just bring the new food. I'm like, well, hit the old food because I'm so used to being in the hood. They're like, sorry, it's our pleasure. I might just start lying to y'all and tell you that I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich when I didn't. Like, that Jesus chicken be smacking. I think you got to catch the right customer service rep at the right time because they do that at different fast food places. I don't know. Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A is religious about it no pun intended <laughs> i was like I, I said onion rings and y'all gave me fries okay oh, because I said my whole thing y'all gave you me. you know when i think it got big so was that before or after covid it was before covid oh because you know during covid it was just kind of like they can't do nothing with the food back anyway you yeah. done probably got a covid germ in there or something like <laughs> and i said <clears throat> hey you mess around and i'm gonna order 30 dollars worth of food and say this is all the wrong stuff <laughs> all right, y'all run y'all, me my sh- If y'all want y'all French fries cooked hot, y'all tell them no salt, okay? So they'll do it right there, and then you ask for salt packets when you get them, okay? If you want them fresh fries, I guess they still hot. Somebody and put me on in that. <laughs> still hot and greasy. Yo, my homeboy, this dude that I, this dude that I went overseas with, on oh, like my second combat tour, that dude, um, that dude told me about like all the secrets of fast food, like the like menu to like not on the menu menu stuff where you can get like buckets of fries 
Like I'm talking we about. Used to have bucket of fries. Uh, I'm talking about when you just get in like toolbox full of fries or something. Like what you want to hit? Pop this thing open. Nine sixteenths. Nope. French fries. Mat 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 mat. Bang. Did you do that? We ain't doing that. We're not doing that. I don't want to do it. I'm just saying because they ain't yeah, a bucket need, of fries in a long time. Nobody I was need, like a teenager. Because nobody don't need a bucket of fries. We're the fattest goddamn country in the world. We don't um, need it. We don't need a bucket of fries. Nobody needs to know what a bucket of fries. In fact, if you know what a bucket of fries is at, don't put it in the comments because nobody needs a bucket of fries. Because checkers? if I find out about a bucket of fries, I'm going to be there. That check is let me know how. <laughs> you terrible. Just saying. You got anything else? We, 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 no. I mean, we've been cooking for a minute, so yeah. You want to just take whatever in the chat right now. You just want to take whatever topics we got and take them over to the next one. Maybe we'll rock again tomorrow. No, nah, we was done on. with that. No, we yeah, we can rock again tomorrow for sure. But um, I'm talking about yeah, like the other topics and stuff week. you had. Yeah, like yeah, that's why I was contemplating on whether or not do a long one on this one to keep going. I hate we'll Chick Fil A customer service. They make you fall in love. <laughs> Yo, Ian's on one. I love Ian. But they chicken ain't even that great, though. That's my thing. I'm like, mm, ma'am, do a little seasoning, something. What you want on there? I don't know, but not that. Whatever they got ain't working for me. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, waffle fries, hey, Polynesian sauce. I don't like fries. probably have an ulcer right now. And not be kicked chicken, out of the military. Chicken nuggets, I can do them. Chicken nuggets with the Polynesian. That's what the chicken nuggets is the same chicken. And when they I eat they chicken nuggets, it feel like I'm eating actual chicken. I feel like greedy everywhere else. Talking about fast food right now, I feel like greedy. Like because you want some. No, you don't feel judged. You want some. <laughs> like you on some shit. Like who open right now? Nah. Who open? When ain't nobody open. It's ten o'clock. Ain't nobody open right now. They all open. We about to be right in the kitchen after this podcast. So we gonna walk <laughs> these dogs, let them piss, and then we about to be right in the kitchen eating random shit <laughs> at eleven o'clock at night when we done with this podcast, locking it up. So we, uh-huh. so no, we get. We not. We gonna. We just gonna do another podcast tomorrow. And um, tomorrow's um, what Thursday. We could do a Thursday or. Or we can do an early one Friday, cause guess what your boy got? Four day weekend. Four day weekend, so your boy in the house yes, Friday. Yes, that's good. Eh, eh. Okay. I got chores to do anyway. Oh, that's a good time for me to go ahead and build that fire pit. No, so we'll do it early. We're trying to do like on my lunch break or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Your no. lunch break be kind of rushed. I can have it ready, but then it's kind of like rushed. But I was thinking, when you know, y'all what? gonna be ready on Friday for us to do a podcast. Yeah, y'all let us know what y'all think y'all about. We might we might do one Friday because Thursday because Thursday you got whatever. We could do another podcast tomorrow, but I'm just thinking Friday is an option. Saturday night, Friday night I don't want to do nothing because you know Saturday I got gun club stuff. Yeah, we got the BGOE. We gonna be out here pew pew pew, pew 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 pew. You know what I'm saying? If you in that Jacksonville, you in that North Florida, South Georgia area, that's right. Black gun owners and education. We gonna be out here. Yeah, we'll be out at the range getting it in. So um, come see me and Fox out there. You know, pew pew. Fox gonna forget how to shoot for the first fifteen minutes as usual. Yeah, I just she did. gonna embarrass me for fifteen minutes <laughs> and act like her man ain't the black John Wick. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And she gonna go out here and do her thing. Then when I get out there, you and know. then as soon as I walk away and I just give up all hope I when I look at her and be like, Fox, what are you doing? All I do is criticize her now. Like you I do. used to you actually help Fox when she shoot. I'd be like. Baby, do this and that. Hey, fix your grip. This and that. Hey, what's your side alignment look like? Baby, what are you doing? Hey, you slapping the trigger. You this and that. Now I just come by and like, Fox, what the, what in the hell is you doing? Then she, we walk away. Bang. Then she just get mad. She be like, Then she get busy. Then my baby start cooking or something. She just need the right motivation. Sometimes that motivation is just like uh, the big homie Dave say about uh about the people that work for you. Like sometimes they need a pat on the back. Sometimes they need a kick in the ass. Sometimes my baby just need to kick an ass to fire her up because. target becomes you. 
That's what happened. Hey, call it what you want. You because you know what? You, you killed me. You got 24 hours to live. Because, you know, I'm going to hunt you anytime after that. <laughs> Let's go in and run with that gun in your head, babe. You know what time it is. You remember what button it is? Yeah. So, gun to your head time. Gun to your head. Gun to your head. Would you rather tell your enemy your deepest secret and let them live or tell your grandmother something that will hurt her? What conditions do I have to let them live with? Like, I could break arm, leg. Just normal neck. as they first came when you first seen them. Just normal. Just I'm let them enemy. live. I don't really have an enemy. Your enemy. I don't really have anybody that's against you. I mean, people could be against me, but I think about my um my darkest secrets and stuff like that. Is I live in my truth, right? Like I am, I live in my truth, and like I've been unpo- unapologetic about it. So like, it's not too much stuff that a person gonna hear about me. It's nothing that somebody gonna tell you that you are gonna be like, I can't believe he did that. You are nah, gonna be like, I can believe all the shit. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, you gonna be like, you gonna be like, you ain't hear the rest of the story. Okay. He ain't even finished telling you the you truth. So know. what he did is he grabbed the fishing line and he. Uh, <laughs> like, bang. Because <laughs> you know my boy Sean called you out on that. Uh, what he said? Oh, New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> your dry snitching ass, boy. Like your boy ain't out here applying for a whole ass FFL, Oh, my boy. God. Listen. I was so slow. Is he on here now? Nah, Sean, uh, Sean ain't on here. Sean usually be listening. I think Sean be listening to the audio. Sean, listen. Okay, when you, when you, when you listen to this, okay, I was so slow. Okay, I swear. No. I don't even want to talk about hey, it no more. I don't know. Sean, I, Sean. It took me a minute to catch up, and I was like, oh, 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 oh no, we, nope. Hey, and then on top of that, <laughs> then he came back the next one, and he was up to like, yeah, I be trying to give Fox a chance, but then she always saying some such shit. Like, how the hell she don't know who Bobby Smurder is? I still don't know who Bobby Smurder is. I'm going to play some Bobby Smurder music. I as soon as we get done with the podcast. I don't know. No, nah, but you're going to, you, when you hear it, it's like, it's no way. Like, he got like two or three songs. Is it, is it a, I'm, I'm assuming it's a rap artist. No, he's an R&B artist. You know, Dan, well, ain't nobody oh, okay, so I'm like, singing love songs, Bobby Smurder. Like, want to smurder with I mean, you? I guys, I don't know. Listen, so I don't like today's rap music like that at all. Right? It ain't about that. It's about so, some stuff just hit. Bobby I don't know Smurder. What, I would have to see what it is. Then, Hot Ninja. Hmm. Hot Ninja. It Not hits. A minute. I like all kind. I like all genres except for like that heavy metal, bluegrass. <laughs> shit like that, but I can listen to you anything. don't like you don't be liking my my uh my Vietnam playlist, my I war do playlist. Got some songs on there, but I ain't gonna let you know it because you'll play it forever. Like I don't want to hear it forever, boy. Because you, because <laughs> you know, you know my my thing come on with the doors. Oh my boy. god! Hey, Fox will hear me playing my own war playlist coming in, and she don't know she like it's either really good or really oh bad. My god, right? Really good or really bad. When I pull up, I'm in, I mean, in the house of New Orleans. Like. But anyway, so I got to tell my worst enemy a secret. And let them live. Your deepest, or, darkest, deepest, darkest secret. Or I gotta um hurt my grandmother. Yeah, I'm gonna say something hurt your. Grandmother. I tell my enemy something because how long I gotta let them live? Forever. If I ever. Nah, that's gonna say forever. I'm gonna let they you live, live when you walk out of here, and then we no, use that stuff no. against me. You gotta walk away, let them live. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna walk away and let them live. Period. But do you know how far three three eight Lapua shoots? Let them live. Period. Okay. Period. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm going to put it like this. As I really think, unless I'm mistaken because I done buried something in because of trauma or something like that, I really don't see nothing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ian saying how old is yes, grand, my I grandma? Yo, Ian be cooking. That's <laughs> Ian my dog, boy. <laughs> but, um, but I'm going with, I tell my enemy something. Because instead of hurting my grandmother, 
My grandmother ain't got that many days left. And you know what? If I got to sit there and tell my enemy something, because like when I mean unapologetic, it's nothing that I'm going to say that you can use against me that's going to, like, crush me. Yeah. So, like, when people, like, if you feel like you got ammo against me and if you ever in a position where you're like, yo, I, I, I'm I, going to do this and that, da da da, da or I'm going to say this and I'm going to expose. You're not exposing nothing. Like, what you going to tell them? I'm a horrible person? You're right. You're going to say I'm a great person? You're right. You know what I'm saying? It's like whatever you want to say is that I'm not, I'm not hurting my grandmother intentionally under no circumstances because at the end of the day, I don't really care about that. So, yeah. So you can say, I'm not hurting my grandmother. I'm going to go ahead and just tell my deepest, darkest secret. And you can say what you want about it. And you know what I'm going to do? Flip it. Flip it. Make it work for me. Yeah. Do this and that. Keep grinding. But I'm not hurting Nana. Yeah. yeah I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't hurt my grandma. So, so what's your I'm deepest, d- darkest secret? <laughs> And I don't have enemies if I do. Like, I don't know about them, nor do I care, actually, because I'm on my mama's stuff. Like, hey, you want me, you know where to find me. And I ain't going to run, I ain't going to hide. I'm mean, right here in the open, okay? So, no. And I it's kind of like if you my enemy for real, just like Ian said, mm-hmm. I agree. I tell my enemy, I'm letting you live now anyway, so fuck it. It's like, yeah, like, I'm letting you live now anyway. It's like when we talk about enemies, like when people get to talk about, I don't really have enemies. So it's like anybody who's working against me, I don't have that many people. But even like... Isn't I'm not in a position whether it's my lack of success or my lack of give a fuck. I don't care uh, anything that you could bring up. Like if you bring up something that I did that I wasn't supposed to do, or something, you could bring up something that I did in the war zone. And you know what's gonna happen? Okay, this is what you're gonna dedicate your life to. Yeah, making sure that I don't retire and get a check from the military. I'm about 19 years in. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? You about to spend all your energy on me? Because let me tell you what's gonna happen. Like we said, when God go ahead and cast His judgment, if you believe in the higher power. He ain't going to ask you about me. He going to go ahead and cook your ass right then and there. And he ain't going to ask you nothing about legend. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, sir. Right? So. Well, I tell, you know, the girls and everything is that, you know, people t- going to talk about you regardless. Right? You talked about like, Jesus. The yeah. one my grandmama used to always say. And it doesn't matter because you be happy. You know, you can use that that energy that they're putting towards you. That just gives you your boots for what you need. I'm telling you right They now. have to yeah. take time. Outdated. Their God-given breath. Okay, mm-hmm. the breath That's limited, of their body, finite amount. Okay, to talk about you, to think about you, you consuming their mind. Yeah, like come on now, that's flattery. That's flattery. That's a fucking it's flattery. flattery. Like it's like out of all the dicks in the world, you Keep choose talking. to wake up this morning and jump on my and, dick and think about me. You know what I'm saying? You decided you. all of these dicks. Because guess what? What I tell my son ain't gonna stop rising in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Care. You got damn near it's damn near four million. It's for damn near four billion dicks in the world. You woke up this morning, took your first breath, brushed your teeth, did everything else, got on with your day, and you spent from the moment you took that morning <laughs> piss, you said. I hate legend, and you decided to think about me. Thank you for letting me be Thank special you. in your and life. And energy, it doesn't matter. Energy hits. Energy you can say is positive, energy. negative, it's still energy. That shit like come. publicity. That's right. Ain't no such thing ain't as black no such thing. If that's what you chose to do, you decided to pick me. Thank hey, thank you. you. All these dicks in the world, and you hopped on mine. That means my shit's special. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. Thanks Appreciate for letting me know exactly what I already know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Dick Riders. <laughs> I just had I had a Jay Z moment. I had a Jay Z moment. <laughs> oh, listen! Thank you for sitting with us on Uncle Legends Corner. I appreciate all of your support, your participation, and all of your comments and everything that you've been sending in. Suggestions, please hit us up at UncleLegend at gmail.com. Peace. Peace. And don't worry, we heard your comments about the last podcast. I'm on your ass, Bucko. The comments we're supposed to talk about. Oh, we gotta save it for the next podcast. Now.
We still gonna be online for a second if you guys still wanna chat. Mm-hmm. All right.